Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ocean State Sidelines. I'm Brandon McGear, sports writer with the Pawtucket Times Winsocket Call. Thrilled to be joined by someone I've covered for a long time, dating back to his 2011 World Series run, with literally World Series run. Chris Wright, Cumberland native. We're recording this on a Monday afternoon. Chris is getting ready to fly out to spring training. Chris, first of all, thank you for joining me and uh, you must be thrilled to be getting out of this cold weather. Yeah, it's going to be nice getting in the warmth. Um, the muscles warm, more importantly, easy to get loose. Uh, no, no more snow, which will be nice. And being able to play outside is going to be really fun. I haven't been able to throw outside. I threw outside on that nice day that we had not too long ago. But uh, other than that, I've been cooped up inside throwing. So it'll be good to be able to get out there and do some stuff. We'll talk about the offseason uh, right now. When we talked last year, you were, obviously you came home as a champion. Your uh, high A team, Eugene, they won their league. And you said to me, I'm going to use this offseason to get better. Now, here it is. You're on the eve of heading out to spring training. I'm sure you can probably say with confidence that you certainly did that, you know, use the offseason to get better. Yeah, I definitely did. I added a pitch. I have a slider now um, just to give a little switch up to the hitter's eyes. Um I got a lot more confidence in my split change. I'll be able to throw it in more counts if I need to. You know, I still have that fastball curveball combo. That's, you know, my bread and butter. But being able to give a couple different looks if I see somebody's kind of selling out for a pitch or they're looking specifically for something and I could show them, show them something else, it'll be really helpful this season. Um, and yeah, I mean, weight room, I, we get after in the weight room down there at Hops, getting strong, moving fast. You know, quick twitch, muscle fibers working all the time. And then even neurological things in the weight room, just based off of the lifting we're doing, making you, your body and your brain think in ways that it normally doesn't have to when you're doing things like that, just to really prepare us for, you know, having to make an adjustment in the middle of a game. All right, well, I had to do that in the weight room mentally when I was in the off season. So now it's a little bit easier of a transition to get into you know, there's some variables out there like, you know, you're facing somebody that maybe you don't know or, you know, things like that. And it, I'm, I'm definitely ready to go. You are going into the 2021 season. You uh, worked on your curveball grip. You added a cutter. This new pitch that you added in the offseason, Chris, was it kind of recommended to you by like the Giants minor league staff or anything? Or was it something that you kind of thought about in the back of your head as last year played out? Yeah, so my cutter was um, – kind of on and off last season. I had it some days. I didn't have it other days. And, you know, I thought that, you know, I, I threw it a couple times, not very often, but I really have always thought about throwing a slider. And I talked with my, my pitching coach down there, John Deroyne at Hops, and we were like, well, let's mess around with it. If, it. if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then you just keep doing what you've been doing and you'll keep trying to perfect the cutter. Um, but I started throwing the slider. I messed with a couple grips. I found one that worked for me and it's been pretty good. So um, that was just kind of an on the fly. I, I mentioned it to the Giants. They were like, yeah, I mean, if you want to do that, just know that it's not going to be thrown that often. And I said, no, I know that's, it's not my go-to, but again, another way to just change the hitter's eyes. So I think it'll be really helpful, especially against lefties uh, this season for me having that pitch. And now I guess it brings you up to what four picks, four pitch mix as a reliever. You know, just yep. how impressive is that? You know, to have four pitches as a reliever. You know, it's one thing to talk about a starting pitcher to have that kind of 
diversity in the repertoire, but to be a reliever, when you come in, you know, in theory, maybe you throw 10, 15 pitches an outing and to have something like that, four pitches that you can rely on, how, just how much of that is a comfort level for you going forward? Yeah. Um, I originally like last season going into it, I wasn't really sure if I was going to start or be a reliever. So I tried to make sure that I, you know, got a couple extra pitches in there. That's why I added the cutter as the fourth pitch or as the third pitch, whatever way you want to look at it last season. And, you know, the change up, the split change that I throw worked really well last year when I threw it. And that gave me a lot of confidence to continue throwing it. Uh, so I definitely wanted to keep that in some capacity, but it, it is pretty, pretty cool. I don't know very many other relievers on our staff throughout the organization that throw four pitches. So, you know, any way that we can get a leg up on, the next guy or, or to, to get, get my name thought of in a different way from, from the people upstairs, then it's definitely a good thing. You mentioned hops, you know, hops athletic performance in Coventry. I think uh, it may be fair to say that you probably should get your mail sent there based on the amount of time that you spent there this off season. But uh, you've been going there for a few years now. It's just how beneficial is the staff down there and helping you recover from maybe a long season, but also transitioning to a new one. Yeah, it should basically be my home address at this point. But um, <laughs> but yeah, they're 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 great down there. They they from the weight room to throwing to just being friendly. Um, you know, they're more than just my coaches. They're also my friends at the same time. You know, they obviously have their um, what's the word I'm looking for here? They have their authority, I guess, if you will, when we're there because you know they it's their place and I'm using their equipment and they're coaching me. So there's obviously that level of respect, but it's still mutual respect, which is really nice. Um, but going in there every day, knowing that we have a plan and that we're, we're going to execute this plan and why we're executing the plan in order to get better is it's, you can't ask for much more in off season training or in season training because it's just not like that everywhere. And the attention to detail is really good because once you get to, you know, the professional level, it's not, big things that need to change. It's, you know, smaller little adjustments that need to be made that can put you over the edge. And that's what I think we've been really good at pinpointing, not with just me, but all the guys I work out with down there. And you, you know, I'm sure you're one of the more established clients down there being a minor leaguer, you know, going into a second spring training. What's it like, Chris, maybe to see some of the younger guys that maybe come in some of the high school kids today, you know, maybe look up to you and they maybe they watch what you do and understand that, you know, if I want to get to that level, you know, it's good to pay attention. And do you kind of like relish that opportunity to be a guy who could kind of set the tone for younger guys to see what could happen if you put in the hard work? Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to be a role model for those guys. I was actually in there um, coaching up a little bit, some of the guys um, here and there just to, you know, maybe make a little bit of money, but at the same time, the, the, the overarching goal was to help these kids get better. And, you know, John would have been down there doing his thing with them and they're going to get better, but sometimes having, you know, somebody who's still playing and maybe get a different set of eyes or, um, you know, maybe thinking about the throw or, or even just the mental side of the game in a little bit of a different way it helps different people everybody's brain works a little bit differently. And if you can get a different cue or maybe a different terminology from, you know, somebody else that I've, maybe I've heard it from my time playing and, 
and maybe it'll help this kid who's throwing right now. It's really rewarding seeing all these guys getting better and, and just enjoying what they're doing there. We mentioned at the top that you're heading out to uh, Arizona for spring training. You know, besides the warmer temperatures, how, what else are you looking forward to? Uh, you know, I'm sure you've kept in touch with a lot of your teammates from this past year, whether it was San Jose or Eugene, but to see them in person again, I'm sure that's, a, you know, a great park that you're looking forward to. Yeah, no, that's going to be really fun. Um, I've, already, I've been talking with a bunch of the guys who are there already, and they were asking me why I wasn't there on February 1st. Um, but just two weeks later, not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's going to be great to see them. They're some of my best friends, and, you know, it's fun to go and throw with them, work out with them every day because we're all going toward the same goal, and we're just all trying to help each other achieve that. So it, it's a really good environment that we have. You know, having gone through a spring training already, you know, how much do you have a better understanding of what's expected from you as you ramp up for the season? Maybe in terms of you do a live batting practice one day, maybe you get in an exhibition game or two is and also, you know, do the side work that's needed. How much do you have a better understanding of how do you spring train to your advantage to get ready for the season? I haven't gone through it a year ago. Yeah, I definitely know a little bit more of what to expect. I still think that with it being the COVID season, I guess technically it was still the COVID season last year. Um, it'll be a little bit different than it was. Uh, I'm not really sure how different it will be, but I have a good gist of kind of how it will go. And it's definitely nice knowing kind of what's going to happen, when it might happen, um, what days I'll probably throw, how long in between high intensity and lower intensity days there will be, how many times I'll be lifting and, it, it it definitely gives you a little bit more of a sense of comfort going in, I guess, if you will. And then, you know, we don't know where you'll end up. You could go back to high A, Eugene, for all we know. You could go up to double A. You know, how much is spring training maybe an opportunity to show that it, it's an opportunity to maybe for you to move up as well? Or do you kind of not want to put that pressure on you? It's more about just getting ready for the season. Where they assign me, that's out of my hands. Um, I think it's a little bit of both, actually. So <clears throat> I'm always looking for opportunity. Every time you get to go out there and throw is an opportunity to, to show something that you can do well or, or show that you've gotten better, um, that you have a certain skill set that maybe somebody else doesn't. So it's definitely an opportunity to go out there and continue to prove yourself. But at the same time, again, you don't have any, I don't have any control of where I go. The players don't have any control of where they go, like you had said. So that's kind of like, uh, uh, you can't really worry about that too much. I know we have, uh, we have a motto or like we, our mental skills coaches talk about it all the time. You have to control what you can control and you can't worry about the uncontrollables. And that goes for everything in life, including this kind of stuff. So I kind of try and live by that motto, not just when I'm playing, but throughout my everyday life because it, it carries over, you know, if you live that way, then you're going to continue to be that way. So I definitely think that it's a little bit of both. So major league baseball last fall came out and said that, you know, starting next year, all teams are going to provide housing apartments, rentals, and take care of that. But the giants a year took care of that for you last year. How much is that just, you know, a weight off your shoulders maybe give you a little more and, you know, spending money and things like that. And, uh, you know, 
because you went from San Jose to Eugene. I can't imagine that was an easy transition, maybe closing up on one place and going to another. Yeah, it was tough. Um, we had to change names on leases. We had to, um, you know, get – there was, like, a, a fee that was supposed to happen because we had to change the name on the lease, and we had to make sure that that was, like, waived because all of the stuff that we deal with when it comes to traveling and getting moved around. Um so there was a lot that still went into it last year, but from what I understand this year, it should be kind of under the teams. Like the team should take care of like, all right, this is the San Francisco giants rooms versus all right. These are the San Francisco giants players rooms. So like our names, I don't think are going to be tied to it as heavily, which will be nice because then again, it's one less thing you have to worry about a little bit of a weight off your shoulders. And again, like you said, the money side is definitely very helpful. Um, when it comes to living, because that's a big expense. Huge expense. And that means maybe you guys won't have to eat peanut butter and jelly 24-7, uh, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope, right? Um, I wanted to close uh, this uh, podcast. I want to give an update about your brother. You know, uh, Brendan Wright, um, great pitcher during his high school years, had Tommy John surgery, was going to go up to West Point, and um, didn't pitch at all at freshman last year but uh you know just if you can give us an update about where he is and uh, how he's doing yeah Brennan's doing well he's he's up at West Point doing his thing um he's having a good time he has great roommates great people around him he has his really close friend group that he's always hanging out with uh they actually have a there's like a ball or or some type of banquet or something coming up this weekend that they're all getting dressed up for and they bring a date to and so he's doing really well up there and, and he's having a good time. And, he, you know, he knows that it's it's bigger than just baseball. So he's taking it one step at a time. And um, what, are, what are his prospects going into the 2022 season baseball-wise? Or, uh, or is he just shifting, obviously, to what he has to do up there at West Point at this uh, stage? Yeah, he's just kind of shifting to military side only. Um, it didn't quite go as expected. and and he, But you know what? Again, you control what you can control. The uncontrollables are out of your hands, and he's doing a really good job with that, and he, he's doing really well. That's great to hear, and uh, it's great to catch up with you, Chris. You know, looking forward to, once again, checking the uh, MILB websites every day, seeing what you do this season. But what's but, first, but most of all, just stay healthy. Yeah, thank you. And that should do it for this week's episode of Ocean State Sidelines. We'll be back with a fresh episode soon. But in the interim, take care, everyone. Thank you.